Hi, everyone. You are listening to Dear Gun Violence Interviews by Maxine Gooden here at the Philadelphia Center for Gun Violence Reporting, with participants in our Credible Messenger Reporting Project. This community reporting project is intended to empower people impacted by gun violence to report on root causes, lived experience, and possible solutions from the community perspective. So hi, Ernest. I'm glad you could join us for the short interview um, with behind this credible messenger behind the scenes interview. I appreciate it. My name is Maxan Gooden, and I am the community engagement manager for the project. And um, I just wanted to ask a couple questions about your experience with the project. What was sure, the name? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. What was the name and the title of the project that you were um, involved in? Well, I was working closely with Tyree Glasgow on um, interviewing different people um, around gun violence and issues that come with it. Um, it's the title keeps um, changing, um, but it's focused on um, telling the stories of victims of gun violence and those advocates who were um, working as well. Awesome. And is this with the first cohort of reporters or the second? Which one are you involved in? I think it's the first, but we we probably have bled into the second as well, um, given the extent of the project and how much um, he wants to further continue with. Okay, awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about what the project is going to um, have in it? Yeah, absolutely. So he wanted to do you know, firsthand accounts and stories of those who've been impacted by gun violence, but specifically those who um, were known shooters and those who have went through the system um, to give a more holistic and nuanced approach to the conversation. Oftentimes it's focused on people who are grieving um, from gun violence, but it doesn't talk about the people who are, or may have been a a perpetrator or been affiliated with those who have. So he wanted to give a very, you know, nuanced, more fuller picture um, that details the lives of the individuals. It's almost in many ways like a mini documentary. Um, it's involving film, it's involving interviews with people connected to it. He also has um, other folks who are advocates and public figures that are also being um, sought out to do interview for the story. Wow, that's amazing. I think that's going to be really good because, um, like you said, most times the interviews are focused focus on victims or co-victims. But I think seeing the other side of the perpetrators and understand that'll give a bigger understanding to um, systemics and uh, communities and why you know those things happen and what we can change within communities and systemically to help the perpetrators be better, be different. So I think that's very interesting. Very interesting. That's going to be good. I can't wait to, um, can't wait to see the finishing product of the uh, project. So how did you find out about the Credible Messenger project and what made you want to get involved? So I found out about it through um, Jim McMillan um, and others who was telling me that there was going to be a different approach to gun violence coverage in Philadelphia, there was a movement 
that was trying to engage journalists to be a part of this conversation with community in a way that not just led to just panels and conversations, but real tangible action. And that really uh, motivated myself. You know, I'm the editor at large for Philadelphia Magazine, but I'm also the president of Philadelphia, um, the Philadelphia Association of Black Journalists. And we know in my organization that gun violence um, disproportionately impact Black people, especially in Philadelphia. And so it was very important to me as the president of the organization to really um, get Black journalists, such as Denise James and others, to be, you know, you know, organized and be amped to be a part of this, because these are the issues that continue to impact our community. These are the stories that typically are arguably not told enough or told with the proper respect and acknowledgement. And to see that there was an organization that was really focused specifically on that community media portion um, was something that I instantly jumped up for. So I've been a part of the project at the very beginning. Um, I've been a part of many discussions and interactions with community throughout the years. And I've really been excited to see an improvement and growth of these types of stories throughout all the local media outlets in Philadelphia. Do you think that um, this type of reporting is best reported by regular journalists or is it best reported by community members or credible messengers such as yourself, such as Tariq and others that are doing these projects? I think both. Um, I think both um, requires and I think that, you know, for starters, you know, journalists is a very um, trained, serious profession. And I think that, you know, what I like about this program is that there are many industries that will try to pass off the work to the public, to the public at large, the community to say, well, this industry isn't doing a good job, so we're going to let everyday people do it. And while that is noble in some sense, in some cases, it does not allow the industry and the journalism field to be more accountable. I think this entire project really makes journalists more accountable to confronting these issues firsthand and also having a moral and um, I would say corporate responsibility to engage with community that want to tell their stories in a way that we are held responsible to work with them, to mentor them, to also bring them more to the forefront. And in this process, we as journalists learn a lot about these issues and become better credible reporters and, and messengers to the larger audience outside of just the victims, just by those impacted by it. But we learn something too from this process just as much as they do. Um, I think that many people, the credible messengers in the community that participate, they learn a lot about the industry and how to get better, how to write, how to report, how to build their fact-finding skills. But I think as journalists, we learn more of how to be more empathetic, compassionate, and, and and nuanced in the way that we approach this topic around gun violence. And so I think it's a learning opportunity across the board that really allows everyone to be empowered and mobilized to really um, emphasize this crisis in our community. I agree. I agree. I was on the first Credible Messenger project, um, the first cohort, and I did a documentary and it was called Last the Impact. And it basically was uh, a series of interviews with people that have lost loved ones, including myself. And it talks about um, the lasting impact of gun violence that it leaves on families, friends, community members, years 
after, you know, the newspapers have stopped reporting and going on to the next story, you know, because I think at the same time, that's very important to know that even though the news media has gone forward, these families, such as myself and others, still have to live with that missing piece. And how does that affect long term, four and five years later? You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Do you do you think um, how do you think the project helped you and your team and also the community? How does it help? overall um i think that what it what it has done is it has shown us outside of just even covering gun violence how much more we need to be in the community because i've learned so much about what's happening out here that isn't just around gun violence and trauma there are a lot of um inspirational stories and organizations that are doing work that i had never heard of and didn't know anything about and i think that projects like this does more than just you know, teach us about gun violence, but it also humanizes communities in ways that make us come back to cover these individuals, these topics in different ways. Um, you know, I think there's a linkage and a lot to be said about how gun violence is the byproduct of poverty, um, poor schooling and education, and that for journalists like myself that covers a wide array of social issues, to be able to know individuals on the ground and organizations that are doing that work to combat not only just got these root causes it has been very helpful for me um, to do that as well hmm. interesting thank you for that um do you have any takeaways that or advice that you can give to um current uh credible messengers um or also how can we improve the project if anything well, I think that um, one of the most important things is that recognizing that the full scale of opportunities and ways that people can tell stories on gun violence. Um, there are people who are doing printed stories. There are people that's doing photography. There's people that are doing short film like Tyreek and others. And I think all of those projects have different time maps and roads. Uh, a printed reported story might be a lot faster than perhaps a film. Um, photography might require, um, you know, a different scale and scope of scenery and, and expectations. And so I think working with all of the messengers to really figure out what type of uh, medium fits with the credible messenger and the journalist, I think is very important from the jump. And then to also, um, you know, build that timeline out or, or, or work with each of them on their projects and recognizing the different challenges that comes with each potential story. Um, because every story can be told through a different format. And so I think it's really gonna be, the best advice we give is to work with each of them on maximizing and figuring out the, the timeline and the efforts and resources needed for the specificity of whatever project they're trying to go about. So some people wanna do film or some people wanna do a print story or some want to do photography or other things. Some people want to do a podcast. There's a thousand different ways to do this and tell these stories. And so um, recognizing that uh, there's not a one-size-fit-all approach to these different mediums, I think would be the best uh, piece of advice I could give. Awesome. Absolutely agree. And um, do you think there's any way that the Credible Messenger Project can be improved? Uh, what was the last part? Um, do you think there's anything, how can the Credible Messenger Project be in, improved, if anything? 
Um, yeah, I think just really working to, you know, flesh out um, the initial plans, the, you know, what, what medium they want to do and, and why, um, I think is the most important part. You know, some of them just think, oh, I have to do a video or do a documentary because someone else did it. Maybe working with them to figure out the better route to telling that story may be something different. Um, I think a lot of that up front, um, getting them to, to hone in on that particular thing up front would be helpful for journalists that want to match with them and partner with them. So I'd say that would be the most important thing. That makes sense. That definitely, definitely makes sense. Thanks for that. Thank you, Ernest. I so appreciate you for taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule <laughs> to do this interview. We appreciate you. We thank you for um, the ongoing work that you are doing with the Credible Messenger Project, as well as individually for the community at large. Um, and we do appreciate all of the work that you do. And so we're going to take this and we're going to edit it and then we'll reach back out to you and we'll let you know when we're going to put it on the website. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Dear Gun Violence and make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you found this episode informative, head over to pcgvr.org to watch, read, or listen to our credible messenger reports. Find gun violence reporting resources and see what you can do to help. The Credible Messenger Reporting Project is produced by the Philadelphia Center for Gun Violence Reporting with primary support from the Independence Public Media Foundation with additional support from the Linfest Institute for Journalism, Spring Point Partners, and the Stone Lee Foundation.